Welcome to the Profitable Accountant Podcast. I'm your host, Reza Huda, practice owner, coach, and mentor to accounting firm owners. In this podcast, I share practical strategies to get new clients, charge higher prices, and build a profitable accounting firm that you're proud of. From time to time, I also interview other accountants doing incredible things so you can learn what's working and take tangible takeaways to implement. Make sure you press the follow button on your podcast player so you get notified when I release a new episode. Now, on to today's session. Hello, hello. Hope you're well and have a good start to the day. So, the last few days, as you know, I've been spending time in Dubai. I flew out here on Tuesday. Wednesday rather, landed here in the early hours of Thursday morning and then it was a mad panic on Thursday where I was uh, going around the houses to uh, set up capture accounting out here in Dubai, sort out the visa, the license, the medicals and everything that needs to be done in order for that process to happen. That was all done on the Thursday pretty much, so now just awaiting to get my Emirates ID. And once I have that, then we'll be able to start uh, properly trading with a bank account, etc. here in the UAE now to further service our capture accounting clients that I've been talking to you about over the last few weeks. So today is has been just spent with, uh, you know, maximizing our time out here. I've come out here with my colleague, uh, Brendan, as well, who kind of heads up our Capture Accounting brand and has most of the client relationships within Capture that we have. So we've been using the time to meet up with other key intermediaries, people that we work out out here, kind of building our network. It's kind of been nice to meet people in person, don't often get to do that, and also meet up with some of our clients as well to make the most of the time that we're here. Not a bad place to be coming on business. If you've been to Dubai, you'll know it's a lovely place to be and great time to hang out, and I don't have the kids either, so fantastic, bit of a bit of a holiday for me, right, so I'm not complaining. Anyway, in today's session, what I thought I'd do is... Not because I ran out of ideas or anything, but because I've got a Brendan sat next to me. We've just had some meetings finished or just in my apartment sorting out uh, a few things on Go Proposal, adding in a few additional uh, service lines so to expand our service offering and value proposition to our creator, content creator and influencer clients. I thought it might be a good idea to get Brendan on the podcast and ask him a few questions about his experience of when he came on board with us and the role he plays now and you know how he finds kind of the work just to give you some flavor in terms of you know uh, some of the things some of the things that uh, potentially your uh, you know your team members are thinking how they operate and what maybe you might be able to learn from what Brendan tells you on the rest of this pod so I'll stop chatting now and I'll bring Brendan in hey Brendan how are you doing yeah I'm very good very well thank you good good how has your experience been over the last few days of being in Dubai I guess it's a, a bit different from uh, doing accounting tax and bookkeeping work isn't it Oh, of course it is. Um, I mean, the environment of Dubai itself, people speak about the weather and they speak about um, the landscape and this side of things, but it's kind of all a bit understated. When you get here, it gets a bit overwhelming sometimes um, when you look around, especially um, we're in Dubai Marina at the moment and you see the skyscrapers, you see the beautiful views, you see it all man-made and to perfection. It's, it's obviously a quite a stunning place to be. Amazing, yeah, it certainly is, certainly is, certainly beats waking up on a dreary, wet morning or in Portsmouth, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Brendan, talk to me, let's let's start off with, 
your journey when you came on board with us. How long have you been with us now? Yeah. Um, I think it's coming up to around three years now. Around three years. God, time flies, doesn't it? So talk to me a bit about your... Um, so when we first had that chat and you decided to come on board, what were the reasons why you decided to leave your last employer? So just to give people a bit of um, insight into, you know, we're talking to practice owners here and they have a team of people and they want to keep their good people. So what were the, some of the reasons first that made you think about right moving away from your last workspace? We're not going to mention where you were, obviously, um, but just, uh, you know, yeah, talk to us about you know, what prompted you to, to start looking elsewhere. I think there's a few different things that prompted me personally. First um, was workload for myself. There was a lot of pressure put onto myself, unfortunately, because um, either there was a a lack of training, a lack of um, knowledge within the team that I had at um, my previous role, which meant there was a lot of pressure that fell onto myself to try and um, keep a good expectation or keep a good relationship with the clients. Um, So for for myself, that was a big factor in, in... into why I was looking in the first place. There was also a couple of other things that, that came into play, uh, which was around the working environment and the, the, the kind of how, how we had to go into offices and we had, to, um, we, we had to wear formal attire and this side of things, which was actually a bit of downsides into the way that I wanted to work. Amazing. So what, um, what would you say kind of attracted you to the role when we first chatted and then eventually you decided to come on board? What would you say some of the things that stood out for you when making that choice to, to make the move to us? I'll be honest, I was at a stage in my career where I needed a bit more direction for what I was doing and um, I was a bit unappreciated in the role that I was in um, to how much I'd helped the firm. Um, so from my side, when, when I was approached or there was this opportunity to join and I was approached with Rowie um, and a way of working that meant that I could spend more time with my family and ultimately now further down the line, I've, I've had a child and I get to see my child grow up. Um, so it, it, that, that was a big factor into why um, I, I kind of chose the role. The other side that I saw was this presence online, either through, uh, through Reza himself, which I'm sure he'll love, um, but through Reza himself. And I saw an opportunity as a mentor to actually help me a little bit um, progress as an accountant as well. Amazing. So you mentioned the yeah the kind of the, the results based way of working where we're not too concerned about hours and timesheets and things like that. Would you say that um, you know what what kind of puts you off in an environment where you know you had those things where you had to kind of be in a fixed place, you had to maybe do timesheets. You what does that do to kind of your your motivation and your direction in terms of you know what what you as someone who is ambitious, as someone who cares about client service, you know, how does that kind of make you feel? How does that make you feel? Um, I think there's a couple, there's a couple of things that came from it. Um, I think the, the use of Rowie itself, um, it, you, you don't realise when you're in an office environment, yes, you lose and you become a, a little bit when you work from home or you work from different different places you can you can limit your your contact with people so it can be quite a lonely environment but what it also does is by you having the flexibility to work wherever you want um 
it, it allowed me to progress further in what I was doing. And the reason why is because um, when I was in the office, there was a lot of idle time or there was a lot of time where um, you would maybe, it, it got to times where you would just stare at the clock because you're getting to un- unproductive times or um, I'm very much an early morning worker. Um, so when I work, I like to get up at six or seven and I like to just get on with my work. That's my most productive time. So what I was noticing actually was um, I was starting later and I was finishing later. So I was getting to around the three o'clock stage and all of a sudden my brain switching off and it it was a struggle for me to be productive in those ways. So then I would end up spending more time um, at work when it it became a vicious cycle around that. Mm, Absolutely. I guess this is an example of that where we're out in Dubai and as well as you know, obviously we've got the work bits as well, but you know, you're able to kind of spend time with families, see some of the sites, and yeah, can still get work done. You'd like you say, you don't have to be in a white, as long as you've got your work, your laptop and a phone, and you can kind of work from anywhere, right? Yeah, that's it. That's it. And I think you, you don't need that office environment, or you don't need to be in that one place to be productive. And for me personally, I thrive through. Um, I thrive through this. I thrive in being able to actually work where where I want around times that I can I can be productive, and that that's the best areas for me as a person. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I've seen that, and you know, in terms of that, you thrive through that that autonomy and that independence to kind of you know deliver client service in the way that uh, you know you want and I guess that's what brought us together is those those shared core values in the at the, at the at the top of everything that we do is that concern and care for our clients and we want the best for them we want to give them the best service and we want to look after them well and because we shared that then ultimately I know that if I give you that independence and autonomy and we've got those shared values that ultimately we all get results because you know you care about the same things that that I care about. It's exactly that. From my side, I've always had a focus for my client relationships. It's, it sounds bad because it's, it's, it's our clients, it's the firm's clients, it's not just your own. But from my side, I've always got all of, all of the feedback that I've got in a positive way through clients is what fuels me as an accountant. Okay, It's what gets me through the day to day. So from my side, um, it really has everything that we have in place at the moment for our core values and the way that we work. You can see it in the team around us now um, at, at Wardrobe. It's, it's, it's around every member that you speak to, we all have similar values. We always have a similar concept. We always have a similar goal. And that makes a massive, massive difference from working from other companies and to working here. It makes a massive difference when you share the same values and you want the same things. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And again, that kind of drives home the importance of what I've talked about before in terms of establishing your own core values because then you can use your core values to find people who are aligned with your core values. And when you do, you can then build a team that will then all work together toward that shared common goal and that shared common mission and purpose at the end of the day. So talk to me, Brendan, about some of the other things that you've found, uh, you know, that you've been, um, you know, in terms of your journey with us what else have you found that has really kind of been different to where you've been at before some of what's you know helped you to thrive and you've been kind of integral in in us growing our new brand captures talk talk to us about some of you know what you found the most enjoyable and kind of kept you going and kept your motivation and, and ambition levels you know uh, up there 
I think uh, growing capture and having that that expectation on you to be able to, uh, whether it's securing your clients, whether it's creating new processes, I think that keeps me on my toes <laughs> more than enough. Um, but from our side, I, I've kind of developed different levels of skills. So previously, I was always quite good at the, the management of people and that side of things, but um, it, there was a lack of knowledge or not say lack of um, written processes or a lack of getting the knowledge out of my head to others. And through what we do now, um, through different techniques like Loom videos and how-tos and this side of things, we've built a very good knowledge base and we've built a very good knowledge bank that allows anyone else to come in and pick up the work and it, it relieves the pressure around that workload. So I mentioned just uh, before this that actually one of the reasons I, I left the previous role was my workload. And I think building the processes and having, we have videos or we have guides or we have, and yes, it's building and it's building, it's building, but it's building all in the right ways to the fact that then we can delegate and then we can relieve stress pressure on, on each one of us. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that knowledge hub is, is really how you get that efficiency. So everyone talks about, okay, well, how do we become more efficient? You become more efficient, and I've talked about this before, by how you capture and share the intellectual capital that you have within your team. So essentially, how do you capture and share people's collective knowledge and experiences and expertise in one place so that everyone can learn from each other and that then becomes your your bank that that lasts even you know when people are gone it's still there that bank exists and that's how you become more efficient by that capturing and sharing of knowledge between between you and and the rest of the team one sec i just wanted to talk about the accounts and tax preparation software we use we moved to tax calc a few years ago from one of the big players predominantly due to the huge cost saving the difference was massive saving us over seven thousand pounds a year but aside from that it's actually a really good product my team tell me that it's really intuitive, simple to use, and the transition to move to it was painless. TaskCalc is also the most popular choice for accountants in the pack and members of my Facebook group. So if you're looking for accounts, tax production, and practice management software that does everything you need it to without costing a fortune, check out TaskCalc. There's a link in the show notes to learn more. Now, back to today's pod. So, uh, Brenda, because you're you're still quite you know fairly young in comparison to me anyway, uh, in terms of you know your how have you I guess you know you were you, you know you're, you're you're an ambitious individual you and you thrive actually you know you've got I think you're you're quite um, mature beyond your years in terms of you know where where you've reached at the age that you have reached. So, in terms of your you know how much how much does that mean to you in terms of being able to kind of be in charge of your own kind of, you know, that, that, that independence, that self-determination. Yeah. I would say it was always, through the start, um, it was always an ambition to become, to get to a manager level, to get to um, that, that sort of position. But once I got there, um, it actually became less of, it, it became less centred around myself. Um, which sounds sounds a bit you know a bit wish it doesn't sound like something you would probably expect to hear. But from my side, it, it moved away from the elements of me, and it moved away more to the elements of a reputation, of a name, of a um, of what you can provide to the clients and what you can get back from a client as well. And I think that's what changed in me was my ambition and my drive and everything that I sort of focused on and I wanted to get here and here and here that all changed and it changed 
towards a client-centered focus point. And I think just by having that change and just by having that focus point, that's actually benefiting me more than if I would have kept going with the ladders and saying, I want to keep going and going and going. I want to um, take over the world and this side of things. Um, and I think that that's really what's fueling me now is, is the client feedback and the client-centered approach. And I actually have... Um, a lot of the clients I speak to now, they speak to me about things that are not even tax related, accounting related. I actually say sometimes I become an agony aunt, but um, for you know, and that's what I want. That's what that's what we want to build, and I want to have clients. And I've had clients that's come over from previous firms, and that's what you want. You want to keep um, that client relationship. Mm, absolutely. And how have you found? Because I often talk to accountants, and they're very wary of niching down and specialising into one particular area. But we've clearly done that uh, a couple of times, once in property and now with creators and influencers through Capture. How have you found, being integral to growing Capture, the benefit of really laser-focusing on a particular target audience and kind of building that out? What kind of advantages have you found in terms of doing that and the conversations that you're having with prospects and clients alike? Well, I can tell you from previous roles, um, we operated in multiple different industries. There was never this, uh, it was always a local accountant, always dealt with any any kind of local clients and that sort of thing. So I did speak, we did have on a national level, but it was mainly, you know, it was a local accountant basis. And what that brought was uh, a broad range of skills that you needed. And there was constantly stuff coming up in different industries and you were juggling quite a lot of balls, trying to keep everyone happy, trying to keep everything compliant and everything okay in the accounts. And it, it does become quite overwhelming sometimes. Right. Especially when you look into specific areas, you know, I used to deal with CIS, I used to deal with um, a lot of people in the construction industry. And when you break it apart and you break it down, there's a lot that goes into that. Everyone thinks it's, it's just a deduction and that's it. It's not, you know, there's, there's loads. How do you determine it's a site, you know, and what do you have to have to determine it's a site? And all of this sort of stuff builds into a, a massive knowledge base to say, well, actually, um, that person or that industry, they're a specialised in its own. So once we started to dive into capture and once I started to focus predominantly only really on capture, I still do other, but predominantly only on capture, then what it allowed me to do was actually now by having the same clients, by having the, 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 the same um, structures behind, I found easier ways to cope with those clients for starters through different softwares, through um, streamlining processes. And out the back end of that, we've then had similar problems that come up, but then extra problems. But by having those extra problems that arise, we fix them or we, we come up with solutions or we, we go through the regulations. And by doing that and honing in just on that specialty, it has allowed us to build up a large knowledge base and also it's allowed us to, to grow that on a scale through Europe for VAT, for example, or through America, through GST or through um, you know, UAE and that sort of things. It's allowed us to progress much quicker as a firm because we're not worrying about 20 other industries. Mm, absolutely, yeah, that's, that's, that's spot on. And I'm glad that you kind of, you know, have seen the benefit of that. And clearly, you know, we've, we're getting inquiries and we're getting clients and we are able to demonstrate to clients that the value that we can add working with a specialist over a generalist uh, by going narrow and deep into that particular sector. Uh, often, you know, many accountants say, well, you know, we like the variety 
I don't think you've got bored of working with creators and influencers, have you? No, it always keeps me on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. and, and every client is different. So it's not a case of, oh, no, I like the variety. Actually, is that just an excuse that you are telling yourself because you're worried and you've got fear around actually specialising and positioning because you feel you won't be able to attract the kind of clients that you want? But I'll, let me tell you this, I've told you this before, I'll tell you this again. You know, the more laser focused you go, the easier it is for you to find your ideal clients and to attract those, you know, clients who would have really value working with you and who appreciate the service that you provide because you'll be able to provide a lot more value than a generalist. Fantastic. Okay, so lastly, Brendan, just some closing advice for the practice owners listening. What advice do you have for them if they're looking to attract and retain their their top or you know a good quality team members? What advice would you give them? Um, I think trust is a big thing. I think trust is, uh, of course, the the most common things that everyone will go for is financial rewards because they think that's that's what stimulates an employee. Um, but uh, unfortunately, that's not. It's trust in most cases, and it's appreciation. So, if if I was to give just to give a couple of examples or a a, a couple of brief sentence, I would say focus on trusting your the the people you're around, your colleagues. Um, trust in what they can do, and and then the other side of things, I would say appreciate them. Provide um, some sort of appreciation that shows you that you're aware of what they do um, and how much they have an impact because that is probably the biggest thing that you'll see in job satisfaction is actually being appreciated in the role. Mm, Fantastic. Well, Brendan, I will uh, publicly appreciate you and appreciate your efforts. (laughs) No, Brendan's Brendan's fantastic. He's, uh, you know, pretty much... Uh, it deals with all our top kind of creator clients and does an amazing job and um yeah it's because of that that core value that we share i know client uh, brenda's very passionate about delivering great client service and i can see it when we're in you know in, in taxis together in between meetings he's always on on, on the whatsapp replying back to, to clients to make sure that you know managing expectations and also getting back to them promptly because that's what clients want and we're able to provide that kind of service to them so thank you very much brendan for thank spending you. the time with me today and sharing your experiences with our audience i hope you've had value from that session a bit different from the norm but hopefully value nonetheless Take care, have a great weekend, and I'll catch up with you very soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. If you want to spend more time together, get access to me personally for your questions, access to resources and training that will help you to shortcut your progress together with being part of an incredible community of accountants or helping each other, then come and join the pack, the Profitable Accountants Community. There's a hundred plus accountants that I mentor and they help each other to get results faster than trying to do it alone. Go to reshooter.com forward slash mentoring to learn more or message me directly on LinkedIn. Take care.